This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 16, verses 4 through 10. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered the decrees to them to keep which had been ordained by the apostles and elders who were at Jerusalem. So the assemblies were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. When they had gone through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. When they had come opposite Mygia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit didn't allow them. Passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. There was a man of Macedonia standing, begging him and saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go out to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the good news to them. All right, let's keep reading from Acts chapter 16, starting in verse 4. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered the decrees to them to keep, which had been ordained by the apostles and elders who were at Jerusalem. So the assemblies were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Paul, along with Titus and Timothy, on their way through the cities, did as he was entrusted and instructed to do deliver the decrees from the Jerusalem brothers to the Gentiles, which decrees, of course, were covered in Acts chapter 15. In doing so, it says the assemblies were strengthened in the faith and continued to grow in numbers. All right, moving on, starting in verse 6. When they had gone through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia, when they had come opposite Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit didn't allow them. Passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. There was a man of Macedonia standing, begging him and saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go out to Macedonia concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the good news to them. What a process for them in discovering God's will. God kind of funneled them in a certain way until they came to Troas. Verse 6 says they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia and that the Spirit didn't allow them to go into Bithynia either. God's specific will or direction for us in a particular moment, on a certain day, or in a specific season, may not initially be crystal clear. After all, we walk by faith, not by sight. We don't always know what's next, what's right around the corner. We can't always predict what God's plan for us is tomorrow, the next step. Paul, a man of God, an apostle of the Lord Jesus, had good intentions in wanting to speak the word in Asia, just because a desire is noble and honorable doesn't necessarily mean it's God's will for us now. 
Maybe the timing isn't right. Maybe what you desire is good, but God's called someone else to do it. Following Christ requires patience, trust, and discernment. It's somewhat of a relief to me to see the Apostle Paul bounce around a bit before settling on the course God intended for him here in his second missionary journey. If even the Apostle Paul didn't always know where to go next, or wasn't perfectly in tune with the Holy Spirit's plan and vision from the onset, maybe we can give ourselves a little grace in that area. Paul had a plan, and a well-intentioned one at that, but God had an even better one. Now we don't know how the Holy Spirit forbade them to go to Asia and Bithynia. Maybe it was circumstantial, like God kind of forced them through circumstances to end up where He wanted them. I wouldn't be surprised if that's often how God leads in my own life. I'm probably all too often blind to see where the Lord's leading, and perhaps too stubborn or apathetic to seek it out. As many doors I pursue close, often other unexpected ones open. And sometimes I'm probably funneled in the direction He wants me to go, not because I deserved it or did a particularly great job submitting and following, but because He is gracious even in my folly. Like I'm a dumb sheep, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. We ought to trust in Christ to lead us, not depending on our own wisdom and understanding. We can be sure that if we're His, He'll direct our paths, whether through clear guidance sometimes, or perhaps circumstantially at other times. And if we're rebellious against the Lord and what we do and pursue as Christians, He may choose to bring us into alignment through discipline. If we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined. Maybe at times we end up in disciplinary circumstances that gives us seemingly no other choice but to finally surrender. There's no telling how many ways God sovereignly intervenes throughout our lives to accomplish His will in us. In their case here in Acts 16, if not circumstantial, maybe they received a word of prophecy from a believer, or the Holy Spirit spoke clearly to Paul in one way or another. We just don't know if they received like a word of knowledge or something that specifically instructed them to change course well, then the fact they eventually ended up in Troas was because they were sensitive and submissive to the Holy Spirit's leading. Sometimes we desire to have clear direction and would prefer the Holy Spirit give us more information. But God maybe intentionally doesn't give us all the details so that we'll walk by faith and not by sight and continually depend on Him. When He does guide us with clear instruction, do we surrender? I know in my life, it can certainly be a challenge to receive direction from the Lord at times when it requires a 180-degree turn, when it requires dying to my current plan for His. Easy to receive direction when we're already on the path, when our plans already align with His. In many areas of our lives, this may be the case, but perhaps harder to submit at times 
when following Christ requires sacrifice, when what God wants isn't what we want in the moment. Following Jesus requires us to be open to the possibility for big course change at any time. This is why Jesus said, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. If Jesus requires us to give something up in a certain moment and pivot elsewhere in order to do his will, then giving up that thing and pivoting towards God's will makes us a follower of Jesus in that moment. Otherwise, Jesus offers the call and says, come follow me. We cling to our plans, our comforts, our idols instead. And so he moves on and we miss out. Maybe we miss out on being an instrument to bless someone else. Maybe we miss out on the spiritual growth obeying that call would have brought into our lives at that time. There are those big life-altering calls which require that 180-degree pivot that may change where we live and what we do for a living, for example. Then there are those random daily calls from Christ, perhaps of a smaller magnitude, but significant nonetheless, that also demand a pivot on our part, away from our routine and plan to willingly engage with what Christ has in store when he knocks. For example, preparing this very podcast episode on a flight to Denver, a woman behind me starts asking questions. Now, what I was doing before in preparing a verse-by-verse Bible study was quote-unquote good and well-intended, but from the moment that woman interrupted, I realized Jesus was knocking. By engaging with the woman, I was able to share my testimony about Jesus and so on. It was edifying. It was a blessing. I'm certain it was God's plan and will. And it was also an answer to prayer. Before that trip, I was feeling like I had been missing out on some opportunities recently to interact with people on flights when I travel for ministry. Perhaps I was like becoming too isolated on my phone or on my laptop. I hadn't really been actively seeking opportunities to engage people with the gospel in that context. I was content to watch my show or work on my laptop, like hiding from the interaction I could have so easily had with so many people on some recent flights. And it makes it harder too that I'm naturally an introvert. So I prayed before the trip, God would open doors for me to engage with people on my flights, in particular because I lacked the zeal and initiative I wish I had to do so. And so sure enough, there I sat, working on my laptop, preparing some thoughts for a Bible study in my own little world, and the interruption comes. And my first instinct was, leave me alone so I can get back to work. (laughs) Then I remembered my prayer. I had asked for this, Jesus had answered my prayer. Despite my lack of initiative in talking to people, God kind of circumstantially forced me to engage with this person. So this was my 180-degree pivot, turning from something quote-unquote productive and well-intentioned to what God had in store for me in that moment. God
was I Am, from the Adams Road album, Son of Man. We don't war with the flesh. 
flesh But with cosmic powers over this present darkness And evil forces up above But we've already won Through Christ who loved us More than conquerors We are to run the race With all endurance We are to run The prize will be given Awaits us in Awaits us in the heavens Awaits us in Awaits us in the heavens So we run So we run will be shown and the people astray the love of many will grow cold if we endure then we'll be saved the world is gonna hate we stand firm in our faith for Jesus we raise we are to run the race with all endurance we are to us in, awaits us in the heavens, awaits us in, awaits us in the heavens. We keep ourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our That was Run from the Adams Road album, Son of Man.
This is the Adams Road podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next episode as we examine Acts chapter 16, verses 6 through 12. Grace and peace be with you all.